Hi, and welcome to Into the Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes Sharini, your host. And today's episode is about dieting. And I say that with the little quote fingers in the air because what I want to talk to you about is not dieting. Yes, short term diets, dieting, it's all what's out there. It sells magazines, it sells books, it sells programs. It's all about the diet. But here's the problem with diets is diets don't work in the long run, the long term. So what I want to share, and I'm not, I'm a hypnotherapist and life coach. So yeah, this falls under life coaching, but um, in general, I don't think of myself as a uh, health or wellness coach, but this is such um, a big thing, pardon the pun, in our society that I get really frustrated when I hear about people dieting or trying to lose weight and all of the things that they do that I see as counterproductive and not uh, working. So I wanted to just share, uh, besides some personal experience, some advice that's practical as well. So to start off with, as a hypnotherapist, very, very interested and uh, appreciative of the subconscious. When someone's overweight, some, when someone's eaten so much or allowed themselves to get into a state where their body is not healthy, I sincerely believe there is a subconscious reason. There is a reason that that person has allowed that state to happen and or why the habits that they used to get to that state were created. So hypnosis is a wonderful start if you want to lose weight. You can go to a hypnotherapist, a hypnotist, and find somebody who is good at finding the source or the root problem. And you might want to talk to them. Like you can call me. I, I can work online with you. I can, you know, virtually I can work in person if you're in the Washington DC area, or if I happen to be near your town, let me know. Or you can just even go through uh, the National Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapists, um, which is the organization I was trained through. And they can help you. You can find where people are. They can help you find someone in your town. There are other venues um, as well to find accredited and uh, professional hypnotherapists that can help with this. Um, nonetheless, so find someone who can help you get to the root of why you have chosen to uh, bring your body to this state to a state that you're not happy in, that you are, there's a reason. There's a reason, and it's not just, uh, the, the problem with diets is they are treating the symptom. They're, they're treating the symptom, they're not treating the cause. Do you understand? It's like a Band-Aid. And you can put Band-Aids all over you, just like uh, if you happen to see my, uh, or listen to my interview with Jordan Rystrom, 
which was just uh, one or two uh, shows ago, we talked about addictions and how you can, she called it like whack-a-mole. If you have some sort of addictive behavior, you can stop this, but it's going to pop up someplace else and someplace else and someplace else. And, and that was her experience. And if you don't get to the root of why your behavior is like that, that behavior is going to return or it's going to shift into another area. So I think it's really, really important to basically what I describe as pull pull the issue out by the roots, pull the weed out with the roots and free yourself of the core cause of what's behind either your overeating or your lack of uh, personal health and wellness plan. Um, so that I think is really step one. Now, in lieu of having a hypnotherapist, one of the things I talk about is doing intuitive writing. And I do a program where you, I lead a guided meditation hypnosis to allow the person to fall into that state of openness and then just intuitively write free association writing or art that when you're done with that, you can look at it and have your own answers. So this is uh, another venue is if you don't say want to spend the money, have the money to go to a hypnotherapist, you have ways to do this yourself. And uh, uh, what do they call it when you, you plug your own thing? So I, I, my book is out there. It's called journey to joy, the written path. It's on Amazon and you can find it under the title or under my name and just keep searching until you find the right one because there's a few other Journey to Joys out there. But it's Journey to Joy, The Written Path. And in that book, it leads you with a combination of my writings at the end of every chapter. It leads you with questions to guide you through your own journey about getting started, what's in the way, how to stick to it. What, you know, it's, it's a very intuitive and interactional book where you spend your time writing to find your answers. And these will give you some ahas about what's behind all this, what's behind your health or your decline in health or your bad health or your, bad, your weight, what's behind your eating behavior. Uh, so I'm beginning all of this with this uh, sharing my intense feelings that if you don't find your reason, no matter what you do, it's always going to be a struggle. It's always going to be a fight with something inside of you to keep your weight off. So it's really important to find the core problem, the core reason. And that can be really uncomfortable. Uh, so sometimes even if you find your own answer, you may want to find help in working through that because just knowing why may not relieve you of the issue itself, the, relieve you of the pain. So I really recommend getting some professional help. If you are severely overweight, I'm not talking about like you put on a few pounds over the holidays. I'm talking about if you're someone who is consistently at least, you know, 30 to 50 pounds overweight, there's something preventing you from allowing yourself to be your ideal weight and the healthy person that you deserve to be and want to be. Uh, 
So saying that, I really recommend going to the core of the problem. And there are a few ways to get there. Now, uh, modern culture sells you diets, sells you diet books, sells you uh, recipe books. And like right now, the keto diet is very popular. And that's really just a, a renamed Atkins diet. So, and they work. Different diets work, like uh, fruits and vegetables, eat only meat, eat only, you know, these things work in the short term. So I'm not uh, bashing those. If you are looking for a boost to get a kickstart to your weight loss, to get you motivated, a diet works. Um, the problem with a diet in most people, a diet stands for something temporary that you do for a little while to achieve a goal. And then when you've achieved the goal, you don't have to be on the diet anymore. That's how people think. They think a diet is short term, stay on it, lose the weight. And then the problem is that people will revert to their old pattern of eating and whatever. It'll, and, and even if they don't intend to, it'll slowly slip back and they'll say, oh, well, this one time, this two times, this three times won't matter. And they had not, the diet, the thing with diets is they're so restrictive and they're so severe, usually, that especially if it's called a diet, it, it's, it's based on restriction, that nobody can eat that way for their whole life. Who wants to, uh, I mean, as much as you love bacon and butter, right? <laughs> Who wants to really just eat bacon and butter for the rest of their life? And how, I don't know, I, I'm thinking that just doesn't sound balanced. I'm not a doctor. I can't really say. Same thing with fruits and vegetables. If, you know, a diet says, okay, just this or that and chicken broth or something. And, you know, everybody wants their slice of pizza or a piece of cake every now and then. There's a balance. It, the diet is all or nothing kind of mentality instead of incorporating a new way of being. And in my last, uh, episode, I talked about goal setting and manifesting and intention setting, and I brought up uh, dieting uh, several times. So that's why I'm immediately following on with this one, because I referred to a few things in there that I really take so much to cover specifically for weight loss and healthy lifestyle. So who wants to eat like that? No, nobody wants to live on a diet. Or here's what people do, diet, and then they gain weight, diet, they gain weight, and, and everyone's heard the yo-yo dieting. That's just so counterproductive and so uh, frustrating. And in my goals, I talked about what can get in the way, what's going to stop a person, the obstacles from sticking to their plan. And if somebody goes on a diet and loses weight, and then it comes right back on, at some point they'll say, forget it. I'm just supposed to be fat. This is just how I am. And so I will do a little caveat here. I'm not saying that someone who is a larger body or heavier or anything like that is not an okay person. 
And if they are happy in their state, if they are content with their bodies, great, that's fine. I, I have a personal thought that like, as long as it is healthy for your body to be at a certain weight or size, that I still think is important. That uh, happiness, content, you know, being content and say, oh, I, I'm, I'm fine at whatever weight, that's, that's really good to have that self, uh, what's right, self-esteem. And that's important. Uh, but on top of that, I do like to suggest that self-esteem should include doing the best for the body that you're living in. And if you're overweight and it puts a lot of uh, work on your you know, heart, your blood, your kidneys, your everything, then you're really not treating yourself the way that you deserve. You don't have to be skinny winny, but at, if all your blood tests and all that stuff comes back great and you're happy, great. But I really do encourage you to do the things that care for your body, that care for your health, that optimize your life instead of just being okay. So um, I, I'm not putting down anyone who's large. I'm putting down unhealthy unhealthy um, habits. And yeah, y'all say I'm putting down unhealthy habits. Okay. Hate me, but I have unhealthy habits and, and I, you know, have to remind myself to work on that. I'm not saying anybody's perfect. So I, I've got like some chocolate covered things sitting in my car that I can't resist. And I, every day I say, I should just throw that away, but there it is. Uh, so Nobody's perfect. I'm not saying you have to be perfect. I'm suggesting that you get to the point where you understand what's behind your unhealthy behavior. And once you understand it, you're going to have more power to address it, to pull it out by the roots, and to live more easily in a healthy lifestyle. So, like I said, there's ways to get there. Uh, hypnotherapist to help you go back to the source of what um, has you either overeating or feeling that you need to keep extra weight on. And I won't go into a lot of details here with that because everybody's circumstances are different. One of the things that often is um, a root cause of someone keeping a lot of weight on is trying to hide trying to create a physical buffer between them and people around them. Sometimes that happens if they've been abused, especially sexually. And so it can be very delicate. And you, if you work with somebody, you really want to find somebody who is um, aware of that possibility, either coming out in hypnosis or in therapy that is well-trained and can help you through that instead of, somebody who wouldn't even know that that's a possibility. So anyway, moving forward from that advice to get to the core of the problem. Now I'm going to move into some more pragmatic stuff. So if you're wanting to take off some weight, I have some just really basic pragmatic stuff that I've come across in studying and there is a false assumption, a belief that more exercise 
leads to weight loss. It's, it's not what you think. People that are trying to lose weight will get on the treadmill and run, 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 and be frustrated that they're just really not taking off the weight that they thought they would. And, but this is uh, like, once again, it's not necessarily life coaching or hypnotherapist advice here. This is just things I've learned. And I want to share with you if you are looking to lose some weight. I, uh, I don't know, somewhere along the way, I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty, you know, comfortable right now, but I had put on some weight, you know, whatever happens somewhere in there, eating the kids leftovers or something. Right. And so I was trying to take off some weight and I would drop them off at school and I would be really, really tired, but I would force myself to just drink some coffee, stay awake, exercise, get on the treadmill and, um, go through my day. Well, what I found was by doing that, I was hungrier. I was famished. All I did was eat, and I think I actually gained weight. I actually gained weight by not going back to sleep. Then I happened to come across an article with, during my frustration of saying, wow, I'm getting on the treadmill every day. I'm you know, starving. I'm trying not to eat stuff, but I really couldn't help it. I would just be famished for things like potato chips, things with fat and lots of calories. And uh, then I have to come across an article that talked about lack of sleep leads to weight gain. And it basically said that getting extra sleep will help you lose weight more than exercise. And (laughs) I was like, what? And most people don't know this. People get up at five in the morning so they can go to gym before work, work out, and and they stay a little pudgy, right? They maybe there's people out there it's working for, but if you find that you are having little success and or even putting weight on when you're trying to lose it by getting up early in the morning and losing sleep to exercise, stop. Sleep in because the extra sleep changes up your body chemistry that with that with a lack of sleep what happens is your body demands more fuel it demands more fuel to keep you going because you're tired it wants sugar it wants carbs and it's demanding more of the kind of fuel that you're trying to avoid and that's where those awful cravings come in you're starving because you've deprived yourself of the rest your body needs If you have enough rest and enough sleep, then you don't have those cravings. You'll find some really crazy magic happening when you sleep instead of get up and work out. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but me, it's intuitive journey with Desiree, so it's got to be right. Okay, so that's one pragmatic, real-life, true tip. Stay in bed, sleep as much as you can, and then when you do exercise, What you want to do is not so much of the cardio. What really helps burn off fat is doing more weight exercise, weight bearing, building muscle. The cardio helps with your heart and everything. It helps with your whole system. So it is important. But to take off weight, you're going to take off more weight by using weights, by doing things like the leg press, the thigh machine, the the weights, the squats, 
the things that are muscle building because the, the work that it takes those muscles to build lasts a lot longer and it burns calories to build the muscle much more than the cardio does. So it, instead of just, just jumping on the stair machine or the treadmill or whatever, do more work with weights than you do with cardio and you're going to find a better benefit. Uh, then as well, you know, look into some supplements out there that help. Um, there's so many, I won't even try to list them because, and then again, maybe I'd get sued for list talking about supplements, but there are some supplements out there that you can go to your vitamin store or whatever and ask them what supplements can um, I use to help build muscle, to help decrease uh, fat absorption. There are supplements out there that can help in even when you take the calories in where those calories are somewhat dedicated to and that will help with your lean body building uh, protein intake protein builds muscles so say some of these diets where you're only eating fruits and vegetables um, you're, you're not getting the protein to build the muscle so you might find yourself losing weight but being a little you know, not being strong, being a little soft. So um, yes, true. The keto diet is a great diet for moving everything to muscles and away from fat. But again, it's a diet. Uh, and if you don't eat meat, that gets really boring, right? What if you're a vegan or vegetarian? So you, you need to look into some really good sources of protein to help keep your muscles growing and strong and instead of just you know letting that part go so vegan and, and, and vegetarian is a, a great way of life but make sure that you are getting the protein and there's lots of um, vegetarian vegan protein to be had out there you just need to read up on it and find out what you should increase as well of course there are, are supplements that you can add in all those you know smoothies if you do that sort of a thing and I, you know, like I said, there's so many, just these little tidbits that I've learned along the way from reading about health and wellness that, that people don't know. And I'll, I'll be, I'm the obnoxious one standing in the vitamin store and somebody's looking at the supplements and, and I, I stand there and I, I splurge all this and I'm like, don't get up early, sleep in, do more weights, uh, take this supplement. And uh, people think I work there. <laughs> so... Uh, there, there are things that I've had success with in maintaining a healthy weight and now I'm going to segue into enjoying pretty much whatever I want to eat in moderation. That's my biggest point about not dieting. Don't diet because if, again, if you listen to um, anything about making a change in my goals, it takes 20 to 30 to preferably 60 days to make a life change, to change your life. And say, you, you know, you go on a diet, it's too restrictive and you aren't anticipating eating like that for 20, 30, 60 days and for the rest of your life. So instead of dieting, find a way to slowly or quickly, whatever you can do, start shifting over your eating habits to ones that support your health. And I mentioned this in the goal setting one. So if you're used to grabbing a bag of chips at lunch, 
it's going to be kind of a shock to your system to all of a sudden stop grabbing your bag of chips and you're going to get the craving and you're going to feel uh, denied. And de- as soon as you say you can't have something, that's another thing about diets. As soon as you say, oh, I'm on a diet, I can't have that cake. I'm on a diet, I can't have this. I'm on a diet, I can't have that. What do you think about all day long as soon as you say you can't have it? What are you thinking about? I'm, maybe you don't. Maybe you're special. But as soon as somebody says you can't have something, they're in their mind you know, thinking, as soon as I'm off this diet, I'm going for that piece of cake. As soon as I'm done with this diet, as soon as I've lost 20 pounds, I'm going to have whatever. And then you're going to just go right back where you started. If you are holding off to enjoy all that stuff that you're denying yourself now, you're just going to go back and return to your old habits and regain your weight. And then you're going to go on a diet and do it all over again. So don't deny yourself anything. You can eat anything you want. Absolutely. And as soon as you tell yourself that, I can eat anything I want. You tell yourself that and then you say, but what am I going to choose to eat? You need to give yourself the power to choose. You don't need some external force to say, this is how it's going to be. This is a diet. Yes, that works in short term, but it's not going to last. And when you incorporate it as part of who you are, you're going to have so much better outcome for the long term. It may take longer than a diet to lose the weight. So if you're in a big hurry to lose some weight, you can go on a diet and then incorporate the lifestyle change. Don't revert to what you were doing before the diet because you're just going to be disappointed when all the weight comes back on. So my tips on this, your bag of chips every day at lunch. Instead of having the bag of chips every day at lunch, you can have half a bag and then snack on something that will be part of your new lifestyle for the other half. So it's just start slowly eliminating, just like if you were a smoker, you can cut back, cut back, cut back, and be sure to reward yourself for every little cutback you do. Cause you need, even if you don't see it on the scale, cause we all know there's like water weight and whatever goes on there. So even if you don't see it on the scale, you you'll start noticing it in your clothes and if you give it time, just stick with it. You're going to notice it in your clothes, and that's the important part. The scale's wacko. But even if you don't see it there, you need to write down what success you had. You can have your goals written down for the day. Today, I'm going to eat half a bag of chips and half a bag of carrots as my snack instead of a whole bag of chips for your snack, right? Today, um, if you normally have two cookies in the morning, you're going to have one cookie and an apple, right? Uh, Some other practical tips are instead of having a bowl of cereal with fruit on top, you're going to have a bowl of fruit with cereal on top. You can switch to skim milk. You can switch to almond milk. You can, there's all these things that you can keep enjoying 
your normal uh, foods that you like, you don't eliminate them, but you can minimize them. A piece of cake. You don't deny yourself the piece of cake, but here are some tips. You say, I can have the piece of cake, but I'm going to cut it in half and put half away and only eat half. Or I'm going to cut it into thirds and put the other two thirds away out of my sight in a box wrapped up in plastic in the freezer. And I can have them anytime I want. And I'll tell you what, once they're in the freezer, you're, if it's too much work to go get it, then you're not going to be as likely to eat it. So maybe make things a little less easy to have. Don't serve yourself a big serving. Take a handful out of a bag of chips, close the bag up, and put the, book, the handful in a bowl or on a piece of paper towel. Don't have the whole bag of chips open in front of you. I mean, I'm slender, and if you put a whole bag of chips in front of me, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it, it, there's no... There, there's no measurement to uh, to stop me. I, it's just like, oh, just one more. And remember the commercial, you bet you can't eat just one like a long time ago? Right, I bet I can't eat just 10. So like I said, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. And, and I'm telling you this because I, I've, you know, I know how I am and I know how so many other people are. And I know there are strategies to use uh, besides uh, some of the information and knowledge I've come up with about like getting more sleep. There are strategies out there that just make it easier to stick with a new you, a new eating plan, a new healthier, happier you. So uh, it's like, as soon as you just don't, don't ever take anything off. Don't take anything off your list that you just let yourself, you know, you can eat or drink anything you want. And as soon as you give yourself that permission, guess what? You're not going to be craving it as much. You're going to be in charge and feel, you know, maybe I don't need that right now. Another way is to say, yes, I can have that. I'm going to wait five minutes. And that's a good strategy for stop smoking too. If you get a craving, say, I can have it. And look at the clock and say, and like, five minutes. And then when five minutes is up, say, let me see if I can go five more minutes, five more minutes, if I still want it after five more minutes. And if you can keep going five more minutes, eventually that craving will pass because cravings are sort of like hunger pangs, you know, um, don't ever go hungry either, by the way, don't go hungry, but uh, it, it's like a, almost like an obsessive thought. And as soon as you give it time to shrink down and release, you find, hey, you know, um, actually, I really don't want it as much as I thought I did. You can also substitute not just food, not just other foods for, say, your dessert. You can substitute a new activity that is pleasurable. So a lot of times um, I've had uh, a couple clients, you know, that talked about their habits after dinner, that after dinner... They would go turn on the TV and then they'd start snacking, even though they weren't hungry. It was just this habit. So instead of turning on the TV after dinner, they, uh, you know, using hypnosis and also working with them, uh, you know, pragmatically and strategically, would go for a walk around the block. And that did two things. It gave them a little more exercise, a little digestion. And by the time they'd walked around the block, they didn't feel like sitting down in front of the TV snacking. That 
feeling went away, that need, that desire. And they started to break that pattern of sitting in front of the TV, eating late at night. So they broke the pattern by creating a new pattern, a new better for them and and more pleasant pattern. Because we get stuck in these ruts of repetition and don't even realize it. Uh, Also substituting foods. So if they chose, say they have a favorite show and they really do want to sit on the sofa and watch it, substitute the unhealthy snack for apple slices, carrot sticks, and they're not going to nearly eat as much. But if they have that sort of oral fixation where they just want to be putting something in their mouth, that is one way to satisfy that without it being something sweet or unhealthy or salty. Once again, though, your cravings are still going to be there until you've gone through 20 to 30 days or more of changing your habits. So once your habits have changed, you're going to find that, you know, even if you pulled open a bag of chips, that maybe you don't want that many. It just seems like too much. Like, like I'll buy a candy bar that maybe in the past I would have just eaten the whole thing. And I take a couple bites and I'm satisfied. That's all I need. I wanted the taste of chocolate or I wanted that. But after more than that, it's too much. It's too sweet. It's too heavy for what I'm used to. So there's an example of my own uh, satisfaction changing around certain foods. Uh, I guess I could keep going on giving examples, but there are some pragmatic ideas of first, ideally, you get to the root of the problem so that everything is easier, that you relieve yourself of whatever it is that's trying to keep you overeating or unhealthy. And then after that, you have your pragmatic experiences of subtle changes, slow changes, allowing yourself to create a plan and a goal-setting plan. Go back to my episode on goal-setting And you can use the steps in there to write out a plan and never, ever, ever deny yourself food. Just say you can have it later. Say if I still want it after so much time, Uh, even, you know, like I said, you can participate in going on a diet, but don't let that be a trigger for totally eating everything that you shouldn't have as soon as you're done with your quote unquote diet. That's my pragmatic advice on no diet dieting and just create a, the lifestyle you want. Um, and I will talk about affirmations here too, which I did in the goal setting one. You can also supplement all of this with the affirmations of not, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to be healthy. You say it in the current and you say it every single day. I am healthy. I love to exercise. I am slender. I love healthy food. All these things. You can make your own list and repeat them every day, several times a day. Maybe have little stickies everywhere, have them in your phone and just keep feeding that in the current tense because as long as you're saying it in the future tense your brain is always seeing it as not true now you say it in the current tense you say it as if it is true already and it more easily becomes true because then your brain tells your body that's 
how it is. That's what it's like. And the more you say it, the more you believe it. And that is part of what hypnosis does for you in the shortcut. What you can do for yourself is repeat these things several times a day, every day for at least you know, 20, 30, preferably 60 days to create that new reality in your mind. So good luck. Uh, and, and here we are approaching September, October, where after the summer, it's not quote unquote diet season. You're going to see come, you know, January, February, March, all the articles, books coming out about diets. And guess what? You're not going to need it because you're starting now with your new healthy lifestyle. Right now, you are going to be there already. And it's so much marketing around diets. And very seldom do you hear anyone sharing what I'm trying to share with you now. Because truthfully, I would think the diet market in general doesn't want you to ever completely be done. They want you to keep coming back for the new diet, for the new pills, for the new supplements, for the new whatever. So don't diet. Choose to learn a new way of life get to the root of the problem and live happily and healthfully. So thank you for being here. I'm Desiree holmes Sharini, your host with Intuitive Journey with Desiree. See you next time. Bye.